This episode of Comical Podcast is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com. Go there for all of your headphone needs. They have lots of different choices. They have up to seven different varieties with seven different colors. That's right. PB, California, Parkour, Parkour 2, Classic, Natural, and Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> you can get them with mics or without mics. They you can't a, have me. <laughs> <laughs> they come with a flat cable design that uh, eliminates tangling. Yeah, mine haven't gotten tangled yet. And uh, they sound absolutely amazing. They're they're better sound quality than my Sony's were. Yeah, they're really freaking awesome. I love awesome. them. They even come in like Beats style, you know, the big big ones you can mm-hmm. put on your head. My kid already wants a pair. <laughs> so uh, all you have to do is go to tweakedaudio.com and use promo code COMICAL, and you can get a third off the price of your order and free shipping anywhere in the world. The third? A third off, yeah. Good Lord. That's a, gr- that's a great deal, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> when you go buy me another pair? Uh, Christmas, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your, birthday already, your birthday already passed. Woo-hoo. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you want to support the show, that's a great way to do it. We'd really appreciate it. So www.tweakaudio.com. Promo code COMICAL. Sweet. to episode 31 of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... The man, the myth, the legend, Miguel Garza. That's me, brother. I'm right here. You hear me? <laughs> I hear you loud and clear. Hashtag, you heard me? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we have my lovely wife, Heather. Hey, guys. What's up? She's pretty tired, so she may not be too involved today, but she's still here with us, which yes, is great. Is. That's right. I'm hanging on <laughs> by a thread, but I'm still there. <laughs> Well, the episode came out on a Saturday instead of on a Friday. Yeah. Unfortunately, Miguel's sister had some... Uh, had some medical issues, had to be taken care of, but she's doing okay. You know? Yeah, we appreciate everybody giving some love to the show. and Yeah, thank you all very much for your prayers, prayers and stuff. And, yeah, but uh, we just wanted to mention that. But we're back in the saddle. Whoa, whoa. It's <laughs> <laughs> a horse pun. Nobody rides us <laughs> like that. <laughs> Somebody's been riding you. Whoa. It's called a wife. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. And let's talk some comics. Let's not waste any time. Okay, but I don't remember anything we talked about. You know, it's been too long. <laughs> it's been an extra day since you read everything. I know so it's getting kind of tough here. Can't remember anything. <laughs> oh no, I got th- I got this. You got this. I got this. All right, all right. All right, my number two book. Dead Letters, number four. Excellent book. Of course. I, I choose nothing but excellent books. That's what I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got skills. <laughs> don't ask me what the hell went on. I don't remember anymore. Oh, yeah, I do. It was all-out war. That's what it was. Well, Dead Letters follows the story of Sam, who wakes up in purgatory, and he used to be a hitman. Yeah. And he's recruited by heaven to basically stop these two warring factions in purgatory. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the fourth issue of the series. It's been in my top two several times already. And uh, Sam... You must be getting kickbacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that good of a series. And this this was the best issue so far. Sam plays both sides. Actually, he plays all three sides because he plays heaven as well. Kind of manipulates things so that he, in, he comes out on top. He gets the representative from heaven kicked out of office and a new guy comes in who's much easier for him to work with. Yeah. And I mean, he goes and he sees some Methuselahs, right? That's what they're called? Yeah. <laughs> and they give him uh, magical... Don't you like that word? Methuselahs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say it with me. Methuselahs. Oh. They give him, That's pretty sexy. <laughs> they give him magical weapons that are capable of killing angels, demons, other beings within purgatory because nobody else can die from regular weapons. Yeah. And uh, he just kind of goes on a killing spree and anybody who's in his way just takes him out. That's great. Yeah, he's a pretty badass character. So that was my number two. Okay, it was actually my number one. Really? Yeah. Uh. I really enjoyed Dead Letters 4. I see that. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I took 10 grand in my top spot. 10 grand, number 10. Kind of funny, right? 10, 10? Yeah. (laughs) You know, that was the war in hell, man. You know, the guy Joe's down there, and the devil's trying to get him to do some stuff, and Joe agreed, but... He had Joe, a plan. He had a plan the whole time. Joe played the devil by letting the devil think he was playing him and then try to show a fake hand and then back-ended him. It was pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, it's another heaven-hell story that's been going on for a while. Joe's basically a hitman who was recruited by heaven to take out beings from the other side, demons and whatnot. And in, re- in exchange, every time he died, he would get the opportunity to spend five minutes with his wife. Yep. who was killed by one of the demons. Mm-hmm. Well... Some stuff happened in between issue one and issue ten, and his wife ended up being transported to a bubble in hell. She got abducted. She got abducted, basically. Mm-hmm. 
So he goes into hell to find her, and the last four issues of the story have been him in hell fighting his way, clawing his way to the bottom of the pit. Yeah, he almost got lost in that one book, remember? Right. If it wasn't for the angel guy, he'd have been screwed. Some crazy stuff has happened, but he finally gets down there. He finally finds his wife, and he's basically talking to the guy who's a representative of hell who does the same thing he does. It's a hitman for hell. And the two of them are kind of the polar opposites of each other. But the, the guy from hell is trying to persuade Joe to switch sides and come and work for hell. Yeah, he wasn't the devil, but remember, he's the guy responsible for killing his wife, right, too. Right, right. And Joe just plays him. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous what happens. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but, man, there's a major twist in this book, and it was fantastic. That's why it was my number one. Ten Grand has been in my top two quite a few times. I, I really enjoyed it. And like we were at 30, 32 books this week, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had had a few more slots, Ten Grand would definitely be in there, but it didn't quite make it to my number two slot. Yeah, I see how you are. <laughs> <laughs> for me, the number two book was Evil Empire number three. Oh, man, that's a great book. (laughs) That's another one that's been in my top several times. Uh, That's Max Bemis is writing that one. It's the one about the president who kills his wife because she was abusing their daughter. And basically just when when he gets incriminated for that and he goes to jail, he makes a big speech to the American public saying, fuck all these rules, fuck all these uh, restrictions on our life. We should be able to do whatever we want, whenever we want. And he gained this huge cult following, and basically the country's tearing itself apart. He's being transported to prison in this issue, and some of the marauders, some of the people that are following him, basically save him and take him out of prison. But then what happens at the end of the book was just so unexpected and so... Yeah, now you wonder who's... Out of left field. I have no idea what's going to happen going forward, but... I have, my, I have my suspects, who I think is the one in charge now, but I'm like, what just happened? Yeah, it was an amazing ending. Uh, I loved it. If you're not reading Evil Empire, you definitely need to go check it out, because it's, it's a pretty twisted book. Oh, Yeah. It goes along well with you. Twisted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it says anything about me because, you know, I like it too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what about your uh, pick of the week? Well, I know this was tough because I did have a few other books that I liked too. Evil Empire was in this, but uh, in the end I went with Fuse number six. Okay. Uh, I like it. It was a book with twists. This one had a twist too at the end. Yeah, it did. Uh, I like this one. It explained everything. Well, it was the last issue of this story arc. Uh, yeah. Basically, it was a six-issue arc where the new detective goes up to the Fuse, which is a space station in orbiting Earth, but right. in between Earth and Mars, and a murder happens, and he's you know he he, so he takes the initiative because he's the new guy, mm-hmm. and figures out the cablers are somehow involved, the people that live inside the the walls of the, like the space station, people, yeah. and uh, it, it leads all the way to City Hall. I mean, the mystery is like it goes so deep because there's so many people involved, mm-hmm. but then when you finally get the answer in the last book, it's not what you were expecting. It's it's kind of strange. Yeah. And then there's even more of a twist involving him because you really don't get a chance in the first six issues to learn much about him. Just at the very end, they give you that little tidbit. It's so unexpected. I was like, what the hell? It's <laughs> like, oh, I can't wait for book seven now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not going to come out until November, but the trade, Damn it! <laughs> the trade should be coming out in, in September, I believe. So if you have not been reading it, definitely pick the trade up because I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Great book. So what was your pick of the week? Well, actually, this week it was a Marvel book. <laughs> really? Uh, Avengers World number 10. Oh, yeah. See, that's one of the other books I was having, was vying for the pick of the week. I have not been so impressed with a Marvel book in a long time. Uh, it's written by Nick Spencer, who's the writer for Morning Glories, as well as Superior Foes of Spider-Man, and a bunch of other books that I really enjoy. And the art in this issue was by Marco Cicchetto, who's an artist I've never really heard of before, but I was incredibly... Cicchetto? Yeah, Cicchetto. Like, sounds like Cheeto. <laughs> I I I. <laughs> but I was. <laughs> I was very impressed with his artwork. The style is amazing. I like it's, his name. It's so yeah. It is. It is an unusual name. That's for sure. No, the book was great. It was a really good story. It continues where the last one left off. Uh, Madripoor is basically being overrun by demons and dragons and whatnot that Morgan Le Fay's brought. And a couple of the Shield agents go into the future and bring back the children of a bunch of different Avengers which is a bunch of pairings you would never expect to happen. Yeah. The, the story is just excellent. Avengers World has been really good anyways, but this particular issue was just better than the rest, especially the artwork. Like, I'm not usually a guy that focuses... Twist ending? <laughs> I'm not usually a guy that focuses as much on the artwork as I do the story. Right. We've discussed that before. Mm-hmm. But this artwork really stood out to me. It was so different from everybody else's and so detailed. I, I just loved it. It was a win-win. It was great art. Great writing. You know, my other books just kind of drew a little bit more to me. I think if the other books weren't out there, that probably would have been my pick of the week. But that's a good book. Yeah, good pick. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Well, let's move on then. All right, we'll move it on, man. So 
Miguel's birthday was this week. I got him a bunch of uh, goofy gifts and whatnot. But, oh, Jesus. Uh, there's one thing that came in from one of our listeners. Which bastard was it? <laughs> <laughs> Is it a person I can get to within within reach? No. No. Okay. This actually came from Horse Menu Number 1. See, I knew it. I knew it was from the Menu Number 1. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something he did entirely on his own as a, a surprise for us. Uh, and it and it's amazing that he would go out of his way to create something like this for us. I mean, he's already doing so many cool things for the show. He's making the comic strip, which is just great. Mm-hmm. And you know, he has a lot of good ideas for the show. He's always very interactive. We, Chris Ryder, such a cool dude. And I can't believe he sent us these, but I love it. I know you're going to love it even more. So let me go ahead and pull this out for you real quick. Hey, hey, put that back. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Keep I, I know. I hope we didn't send that. I don't, I, we already had this because we don't need stuff flashing in my face. So uh, here you go. What is this? Oh, my God. Wow, that's freaking amazing. <laughs> it's, basically says, it's a shirt that uh, Chris Ryder designed. It's basically a circle design on the shirt, and letters are running around the edge of the circle. It says it says comicalpodcast.com at the top, and then at the bottom it says, Horstocles says, give a listen, become a minion. That is freaking awesome. With the Horstocles symbol in the middle. That's cool. He clearly thinks I'm a fat ass. It's a two X. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I am a fat ass. He, he, he asked me what size you... you oh, okay. <laughs> oh, he's a fat ass. <laughs> he's a fat horse. <laughs> Mine's even bigger than yours. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is freaking awesome. What is yours? A chimney? Yeah. No way. No, no. I, I, got, the same, I got the same shirt. Oh, okay. And so shirt. did I. Yeah. Oh, same, nice. same with each one of us. It's really amazing. And we appreciate yeah, it so much, really Chris. Really that was such a nice crap. thing to do. Man. <laughs> I did good in picking my number one. You did. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is really nice. This is really... Well, that's pretty cool. So, I, I, figured, take, I figured you'd like that surprise. I'd take my shirt off right now and put it on, but you guys might faint <laughs> or scream in horror. Please don't. You can wear it next week. When you, <laughs> you can wear it next week when you do the peep challenge. We'll, we'll record that. I don't want to get vomit on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's freaking awesome. That is really cool. Uh, menu number one, Mr. Ryder, uh, thank you so much for everything. Yeah, thanks so uh, much, Chris. We, we all appreciate it. I crack up every time I read the Minions. Yeah. Uh, that's so funny to me. Um, I'm anxious to see your actual work that you're doing. Uh, I can't wait till that actually gets ready. Yeah, we'll uh, have him on the show. Yeah, point. exactly. I mean, I, we messaged him before. I mean, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I, I'm speechless. Well, I'm not, but it's kind of <laughs> speechless. You know, it's just amazing. I really appreciate it. That's cool. Yeah. I will wear it. You will take photos, and we'll send it all over the place. I already have some pictures. I'm going to go ahead and upload them when I put the episode up so that... Uh, you creeper? How'd you get pictures of me? <laughs> Just, just of the shirt design. So oh, I'll take them. <laughs> Creep. <laughs> Stop creeping me. I posted me. that picture of you with the, the cake on your face. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not right. <laughs> you got a little something here. No. <laughs> I was like, did that booger come out or something? <laughs> no. Well, you saw me. I was going to swing. The yeah. waiter do. <laughs> like, I mean, he said it out of my head like, here. I was a sombrero. But the best part was that I orchestrated all this while all y'all were sitting at the table and I called the waiter over. That was the most brilliant thing ever that I've ever done in my entire life. Comes down to me. She is one racist bastard. Why you got to put a sombrero on the Mexican guy? I'm just saying. Well, we were at a Mexican restaurant. Exactly. You bunch of racist bastards. <laughs> well, let's talk about something that I wanted to talk about for a long time. Something that I've been looking forward to for months and months. And I've talked about it on the podcast you before. For months, for like years. Is that a code for sex? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Guardians of the motherfucking galaxy. I didn't oh, see that. Shit. I didn't see that movie. You brought out the big gun. I never saw that movie. You saw the movie today. Not the MF. <laughs> Was that uncut? <laughs> I've already seen it twice. I went and saw it <laughs> release night, and then I went and saw it again with you today before we came to do the podcast. Yeah, I wanted to see that movie by myself. I didn't want to stab you next to me. I wasn't next to you. I know, I know. You were sure no popcorn, you bastard. No, it's good. I really did enjoy the movie, yes. And there were some parts in there that I really did love. I love the bad guy. I thought they did him well. Love Thanos and, you know, in this chair. Oh, should I say that? Well, they know Thanos Thanos in the movie. You know, of course, I love seeing the collector because, you know, the actor's just funny. It was really good, man. It really was. I personally loved it. I don't think I liked the the $57 Price tag. <laughs> <laughs> Dropped to see it in, in 3D. He didn't even get an IMAX. I'm wondering if he charged me wrong, though. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, who knows? <laughs> but for me, I had really high expectations going in to see it anyways. I mean, I've always been a fan of Guardians ever since this team was created. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted it to be good. All the reviews were positive. But there's always just that fear that it's just not going to live up to what you want it to be. It shattered my expectations. It was so much better than I could have hoped for. I loved everything about the movie. All of the things that I was a little bit skeptical about or worried about, I shouldn't have been. I, I, I can't even tell you the joy I felt watching the movie for the first time. It honestly felt like the very first time I saw Star Wars. 
Like, it had that much of an impact on me. And I couldn't wait. All day long today, all I was thinking about was, i got to go see this movie again. Like, <laughs> uh, well, actually, no. You were thinking about, i got to talk to you about this, and I can't. Yeah, that too. you haven't seen it yet. That too. I really wanted to talk to you about it, but I couldn't do it. I, I was so happy to go and see it again. The second time was just as enjoyable, maybe even more, because I saw more things in the background that I missed the first time. Just do yourself a favor. Go out there and see the movie, because it is excellent. Definitely the best Marvel movie to, to this point. You came out loving Drax? I love Drax. Drax, Drax was really, really good. Way better than I expected him to be. Uh, he was one of the funniest characters in the movie. I told you wrestlers can act. What the hell do you think they do on a daily basis? Well, <laughs> like he wasn't acting so much as just kind of giving deadpan one-liners. And yeah. every single one of them was just so spot on. Quill was the asshole you wanted him to be. He was just super confident. Accomplished everything he set out to do and made it look easy. Rocket was a snarky little bastard who showed some emotion, so showed some uh, some of the sensitive side to Rocket as well. Yeah, that's good. Let's go there. I didn't think I was going to go in there to to tear jerking moment, you know? <laughs> like, but, oh man! But there's not just one. There's a few. Yeah, no. The movie really touches you emotionally. I, when you first go in there, I figured I felt like I was watching Up. Remember how Up starts off with like <laughs> like want to rip your heart out your chest in the first five minutes of the movie? Like, what the hell? Are you gonna get me already? It's definitely a movie that makes you feel. It didn't get me, by the way. I'm tough like that. Yeah, <laughs> I saw you tearing up a little. Oh, bit. whatever. <laughs> Star Lord, no. <laughs> you ain't right. Uh, but on- honestly, Groot stole the show. I mean, even yeah. with only being able to say three words, I haven't laughed that hard since we did the low two. <laughs> Whoa, we never done a low two. <laughs> I haven't laughed that hard since we came up with the low two. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone around here who doesn't have the bonus knows what that means, but that's okay. So that's means they need to hurry up and donate. That's right. <laughs> they need to find some way to get their hands on the bonus episode. <laughs> There's a lot of ways to do that. We've talked about that before. Illegal download? No? Okay. <laughs> We're not big enough to be pirated yet. <laughs> no, man, Ronan was like cool for me. I just, oh gosh. Ronan was ridiculously powerful. They did a really good job casting him. He had such a deep, gravelly voice. And I, I was very. And he just looked badass. But nothing compared to Josh Brolin as Thanos. That was fun. Oh, yeah. And how he's like calling him boy. And then, and then how he smiles at the end. Like, uh, I mean, he's like smirks when he walks away. Like, that's kind of pretty awesome. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to give away too many spoilers. But Thanos is in the movie. He does have some speaking lines. And it was glorious. Yeah, it was a great movie. Just it's, glorious. It was worth the money. Uh, my kids enjoyed it, obviously. Now they're they're excited for the next one. What's next in line, anyway? The next scheduled movie to be released is Avengers 2, Age of Ultron, which I think Guardians is going to tie into that in some way. There's a lot of speculation going on on the internet right now that the two teams are going to meet up because Thanos is going to be a big part of both movies. I, w- I would love to see that. I would love to see Peter interacting with Captain America. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny, right? Yeah, there's a lot they could do with now, that. Now, the whole interacting of them with the Iron Man, that, that's you know how they rocket just belittles him in his technology yeah. <laughs> that's gotta be great and then right after the Avengers is Ant-Man so that's gonna be Avengers 2 better bring it man there's there's been a lot of uh, a lot of talk about Avengers 2 we're gonna get into that just a little bit later we're gonna discuss some of the things that were revealed at San Diego Comic Con this past weekend and uh, some of the interesting things that have surfaced on the internet over the last week mm-hmm. so uh, but that's first all, it's all about your Guardian talk you ain't got no more well I don't wanna give away too many spoilers all what about can... the pins what about them pins what about them? The nice little pins we got. Yeah, AMC is giving away pins if you go see the 3D version. And if you go see the 3D IMAX version, they're giving away posters. No, I didn't get no poster. <laughs> you didn't pay the $15? <laughs> I must have paid something. <laughs> That's cool, man. What we got next here? Oh, since you're in a funny mood, it's your turn to tell me a funny story. Okay, well, <laughs> this is a story from this past week, actually. <laughs> so I guess it was Wednesday night. I went to the gas station near my house, and uh, there was nobody there except for one other car. I pulled up, went inside to put 20 bucks in my, in my car. Mm-hmm. So I go in, and there's this old black lady at the counter, and then behind the counter there's this younger Indian guy. And he's he's a weird guy that works there. I mean, he's, he doesn't bathe very well, doesn't take care of himself, so he always kind of radiates this real stink. So why do you go in there? <laughs> well, it's the closest gas station, and they have good prices, so that's usually the one I go to. Fuck that. Go around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but I went in there, and there's this older black lady in front of me, and I'm just standing in line minding my business, and she's trying to buy some beer. And the cashier tells her the total... Wow. <laughs> the cashier tells her the total is going to be uh, $10.10. All she has is a $10 bill. So she's like, all I have is a $10 bill. I don't have the change. And he's like, well, you have to put one back. I can't sell it to you. <laughs> she's like, you're going to make me put one back over 10 cents. 
And he's like, yeah. And she's like, oh. She turns to me and she she smiles at me big. She only has one tooth. <laughs> oh my goodness. And she's like, excuse me, sir. Have you got have you got ten cents I can borrow? Let me see. So I reach in my pocket. I pull out a quarter. So I give her the quarter. She's like, thank you so much. I appreciate that. She turns around. She hands the guy the quarter. He rings her up. He begrudgingly rings her up. You can tell he's like annoyed that she, that I gave her the money because he like wanted to jip her out of getting her last beer. What is up with that? I don't understand why people are like that. But what that's, a dick. That's how he was being. So, Racist bastard. <laughs> so she, he takes the quarter. He pulls out the fifteen cents, and she holds out her hand. And he goes, no, ma'am, this is not your 15 cents. This belongs to this guy behind you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, wow. And she goes, excuse me? She goes, he gave me that quarter. He didn't give it to you. And he's like, sir, do you want your 15 cents? And I was like, I don't really care. You can give it to her. And he, he just puts it on the counter. Like, he refuses to hand it to her. Oh, my gosh. And she goes, ain't that some racist shit? <laughs> <laughs> she goes, this motherfucker over here is being super racist. And she turns to me, and she's just like, this is ridiculous. And uh, he's like, can I help you, sir? He's trying to be, right. you know, just just get her out of the way. He doesn't want to deal with her. So he's like, can I help you, sir? And I was like, uh, can I get $20 and 15 cents worth of gas? <laughs> <laughs> and she she just turns to me, looks at me, realizes what I said, and just starts cackling. She's like, <laughs> take that, you racist cocksucker. <laughs> She's like, you're funny. <laughs> and I just, I couldn't help but laugh because <laughs> it was pretty funny. So he, he rings me up for $20.15, and we walked out the door. I went to pump my gas, and then uh, she drives by me and rolls down the window, and she's like, you made my night. That was funny as hell. Fuck these racist Indians. <laughs> she drives away. I, I thought that was uh, car? What kind of car? Oh, it was a beat-up old white pickup truck. Okay, so you tell me, old black lady, buying some beer, one, two, three. Yo, white truck. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, we may have hit a few uh, stereotypes there. But, you know, it is what it is. That's messed up. And the Indian guy was being a total dick. Oh, he was being such a dick. And then th- this evening, on the way back from the movie, I stopped at the same gas station. Why would you do that? Because it's the closest one. And I walked in there, and the same guy was there. And I walked in, his face just dropped. Like, he didn't say anything to me. <laughs> but I could just tell. He was looking at me, and he just... Like disgusted because I, I gave the lady a quarter. Give me seven dollars and ten and seven cents of gas. <laughs> I, should, I should have done that. I didn't think about it. <laughs> that would have been funny. Give me twenty four dollar and three cents worth of gas. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's my funny story. That was something recent that happened. So you 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 told a story with such you know good good you know you, you had me. And I know you were doing voices. I guess that was your elderly black lady. <laughs> but you didn't give us the Indian guy. No, mom, this is not your ten cents. It belongs to him. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not trying. To <laughs> Thank you. Come again. <laughs> I, did, I did my woman voice. I didn't do my my old black woman voice. There's, <laughs> a, there's a difference there. <laughs> you can do an old black woman voice. Uh, you're not gonna hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can hear it. Just not gonna put on this episode. It'll be saved for the next bonus pod. No. <laughs> <laughs> you racist bastard. No. <laughs> Well, I'm not the racist bastard. That's the cashier. The <laughs> what would have happened if Horsicles would have been in there? <laughs> the lady wouldn't have gotten the other beer. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> oh. he wouldn't have given her 10 cents. He'd be like, hell no, it's my 10 cents. <laughs> what are you talking about? Horsicles stands up for the poor, for the abused. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's a man of the people, remember? This like, is the I'll, people's I'll podcast. Give, I'll give you 10 cents if you listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might have worked the angle in She'd there. Like, What's a podcast? <laughs> no. Horse sleeves would have told her, I'll help you get that beer out of here. <laughs> That's messed up, man. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of beer was that? I don't know. Oh, wow. This is going to come back and say, you was drinking Schlitz Malt liquor, a Coke 45. <laughs> I don't pay that kind of attention to beer. You I, racist bastard. I don't drink, so how am I supposed to know? <laughs> Stop being racist. <laughs> okay. Well, let's move on then. I mean, that was uh, my short, funny story for the week. Was it a Circle K? No. It's a- <laughs> 7-Eleven? <laughs> It's a uh, Shell? It's a Chevron. Oh, it's a Chevron. It's a Chevron. It's Chevron. <laughs> Chevron. <laughs> yeah, basically, Chevron. Help support <laughs> poor old black ladies and do not purchase gas from Chevron. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to the thing we really want to talk about this week. I'm pretty tired. What are we talking about now? <laughs> San Diego Comic Con. I wasn't there. I know you weren't there. I wasn't there either. I wish I was. I don't know, man. What the hell went down there? I don't need nobody grabbing my jewels. 
I think you, I think you'd be safe. You're not an attractive lady wearing skimpy clothes. I, I think I brought sexy back. I think <laughs> I think I'm kind of attractive. Well, you can claim that, but I, <laughs> so what uh, you gonna start I off mean, for? There was definitely some some messed up stuff that happened down there. There was a lot of I've heard on the news a lot of assault happened, a lot of molestation and stuff. That's fucked up. I don't know, I don't understand guys that go to cons and feel entitled to like grope on cosplay girls or something. I mean, it's just messed up to me. <sighs> I don't know how to handle this. <laughs> fuck it. Here we go. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? That is not your woman. You do not have the right to put your hands on her jewels, her ass, her boobs. Why does she have jewels? <laughs> Rings, diamonds. Uh, okay. They, they, they try to take her stuff, too. I heard somebody tried to get robbed. I, I thought you were going with the training angle. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No. I find it quite disturbing that you cannot go to a function that's supposed to be fun uh, where people come together to en- embrace comics, meet the artists, meet the writers, meet the actors, dress up, and just have an all-around good time. Then now you have to worry about someone sticking their hand down your, sh- down your pants and groping you, touching you, which you don't belong to that person, or threatening to do nasty things to you from people out in the street. Yeah, I, I, I don't get that. I don't understand why people have to be this way and ruin something that's a lot of fun. I don't get it either, man. You saw that the one poor young lady was actually assaulted, left for dead, I think. Yeah, she got really hurt, and she was like left on the street. But No telling what else they did to her. They didn't really see much on the report, but you well, can kind they, of put they, two and two together. They came out today and said there was no sexual assault, so at least, at least there's that. So they just beat her over the head. Pretty much. They just beat her up for some stupid reason. That is just crazy. Yeah, I don't... I don't. Oh, you're good looking. I'm not. Crack. I don't get it, man. I don't, I don't understand that. You know, <sighs> it's frustrating. I, uh, I don't... You know, people dress up. You know, certain women dress up with certain characters that you see in the game. And sadly, a lot of characters, the female characters are drawn in comics today or at whatever... They're drawn voluptuous and they're drawn scantily clothed clothes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but but it's, you know it's okay. You know, so they dress up that way. But there's not they're not out there saying, "Hey, I'm a whore." Hey, I'm easy. Hey, no, it's it's professionals who pretend and dress up. It's the chance for them to be. They feel empowered of themselves. They try to make themselves look. You know, they're just having fun in their own way. Why does somebody else have to come along and ruin it? I, I don't know. I don't get that. I mean. You go out there in a scanty little lace, dress them, and that's up to you, man. I don't know about all that, but you know, I ain't going to touch it. But uh, uh, That's me ruining everybody else's car. <laughs> I'll defend you, dog. Ain't nobody going to stick their hand down your pants. <laughs> I, I, would, I would assume not. <laughs> so what were you going to say other than that? I know that's probably what we didn't want to. Well, that was, what well we started on the negative, I guess. So, I mean, we could turn it around and get to the positive stuff. There was a lot of really cool stuff that came out of San Diego. Uh, number one, because I got a list of all the cool stuff that happened. All right. Number one, the Wonder Woman costume was revealed. I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it. I need some color. See, I think that it's, it's going to be more colorful than what the image showed. Okay. Because she's standing on a plot of land that has a lot of smoke, and it's kind of drenched in shadow, so you can't really get a clear image of the outfit. I, I guess I don't have a problem with the way the outfit looks. I just wanted a little bit more color. Even the modern Wonder Woman now, her, her it's blue and red. It's darker colors. You know, look a little tougher. But it just seems like it's brown or tan or maroon. I don't. I can't make like you said. I can't make out the color. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. It's I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be that same kind of muted metallic color. Okay. That the Superman outfit is. Okay. I don't think it'll look bad. I think that just that one particular picture, the one they chose to show, didn't really pop because it wasn't in direct sunlight. Right. Or whatever. So she had, the, when, she had the sword in her hand too, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I actually really like the costume design, and I think Gal Gadot actually looks really good as Wonder Woman. Uh, I, I wasn't sure about her in that role at first because of you know her small stature and whatnot, but the the, the picture looks great. Yeah, I just think she needs to be a little bit more buff. I just still I still don't think she's buff enough, man. Yeah, I mean, she great. looks okay, but but it's not. I don't know, man. Wonder Woman's got to be a little bit thicker. She's a freaking Amazon. Yeah, I disagree. I think it looks really good. Oh, okay, all right, Mister. I love Gail Gadot, but anyway, I'm just trying to. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> what you got for me next? All right, so number two. Uh huh. Season three of Arrow. You know who the villain's going to be? Oh, yeah, I do. Ra's al Ghul. Oh, my God. I saw that, and I just about wet my pants. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of alluded to it with the whole Shadow, the Shadow Society. That's right. Uh, in season two, with all the stuff that was going on with Black Canary. But uh, they didn't really come out and say that Ra's was going to be a main part of the story. Turns out he's going to be the main villain in season three. And <sighs> there's a couple of images of... Uh, his hand on this. His hand and whatnot, and it looks pretty cool. I like the whole trailer. It gave you glimpses of the first season, second season, and rolled right into the third, and you're like, oh, 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 oh my God, it really is him! <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> There's a couple other Arrow 
announcements as well. Uh, there's an image out there of Roy Harper dressed up as Arsenal. Really? Yeah, so he's, he's going to be Arsenal. Nice. Sure. Not, not Speedy, not uh, Red Arrow or whatever. He's going to be Arsenal. Oh, very cool. The costume looks pretty cool. It's very similar to Oliver's. Oh, very nice. And, of course, you know, there's the rumor that uh, Arrow and Felicity are going to kind of have like a little thing in this season, too. Which makes sense. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. I can't wait for it. There's rumors that one of the episodes is called Oracle, and it, it highlights Felicity's past. Huh. So I think they're kind of moving her on the path to becoming really pretty cool. <laughs> Interesting. That, that's just a rumor kind of thing, though, so I don't know if that's for sure. Is that a spinoff of Birds of Prey here soon? What? Uh, it could happen. You never know. You never know. Interesting. Uh, they announced that Wildcat's going to be a major character. Huh. Season 3. And they said that Episode 8 is going to be an Arrow and Flash crossover. Episode 8 of both series are going to be one long, continuous story. That's cool. I like Flash. I think this will be awesome. Yeah, I do too. I'm pretty excited for that. They also redesigned the Flash costume. Huh. Uh, it's it's a little bit different than it was before, but I still really like it. Amazing. <laughs> I am psyched for Arrow. I really am, dude. It's just Season 3 looks going to be like off the chain. I am too. It's it's one of my favorite TV shows that's on right now, and I'm pretty sure the Flash is going to be... Because you see all the pictures that Stephen Amell puts out there all the time of him working out and all this crazy stuff. I'm like, holy crap, this is going to be freaking awesome. Yeah, he's very interactive. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty. he seems like a very cool dude. Actually, he was talking on Facebook not that long ago about uh, trying to get in on American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome, man. That'd be awesome. If there's anybody that could pull it off, I think it's him. <laughs> that'd be so cool. That'd be really cool. That'd be pretty awesome. What else you got, man? Moving on, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be made into a comic book. Okay. So there's going to be an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ongoing comic book. I'm not picking it up. Uh, <laughs> I spent too much money. I'm probably not, probably not going to pick it up either. I really like the show, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's a show that translates well into other mediums, even though it's all about comic books and all about comic book characters and stuff. Yeah. I, I just I think it works best as a TV show. And, you know, a lot of times when things move from TV to comics, it doesn't translate very well. And it's, it's kind of a weird, unique thing for Agents of Field because it's a TV series based on movies that are based on comics. <laughs> That's not getting its own comic. That's funny. Uh, there's bigger news from that, though. There is bigger news. Uh, season two, Mockingbird is going to be a main character. Mm-hmm. And Agent Carter is going to get a little more spotlight before I, she breaks off into her own series on Netflix. I like Agent Carter. Yeah. I think she was really cool. She is. I, I can't say for sure how good the Netflix series is going to be, but I'm excited to check it out. Orange is the new Carter? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. <laughs> nice. There's still something else on S.H.I.E.L.D. What's that? Lawless? Oh, I don't care about that. <laughs> hey, you better... T- you know, we got a certain community that loves Lucy Lawless. You better tell them. I don't even have it written down. I don't know what she's doing. She's coming to S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, as who? I don't know. Don't care. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> she can do flips over Coulson. <laughs> I was going to edit all that out, but now I think I'm going to leave it. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, other comic book announcements. Okay. Angela is getting her own solo series from Marvel. Wow. Yeah. Do you think she's been in the Marvel Universe long enough to support a solo series? No. <laughs> Not even consider it? She's cool, but I don't know, man. I don't know if it's going to... I don't think she's been out long enough because we know where she came from. Mm-hmm. The it, people who are reading that universe will probably pick it up. I think it really depends on uh, how the 10th Realm storyline from Original Sins goes. Is she going to have some of the Guardians... I mean, is Gamora going to hang with it for a little bit or something? I, I think she's probably going to break away from the Guardians pretty soon. With all the stuff that's going on in Original Sin, I'm pretty sure she's going to break away and try to like figure out who her mother is and what the Tenth Realm is really all about, and then she's going to go to Asgard and you know spend some time with her father or whatever. So you now know that she's not the next Thor. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's not the next Thor since she's getting her own solo series. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that that kind of confirms it. <laughs> Told you. I'm still not sure it's Captain Marvel. It could be any number of people from Thor's book. It could be one of the Shield agents. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, there's really no telling. Jason Aaron's not giving anything up. It'll be I like a- the character. I really do. I'll probably pick up book one, see how it goes. I'm hoping it does, but I don't see strong enough to do it yet. The story is going to have to be really, really good. Yeah, it's going to have to hit the ground running, that's for sure. There's no there's no time for build-up, I don't think. I think it has to come out really strong to get people interested in it, otherwise it's going to fail. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going to check it out, for sure, because I like the character. You know, if it does make it, then you'll see some cosplayers dressed up as her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I bet she will become a very popular character if her book does well. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so moving on again, Batman and Superman, or Batman versus Superman teaser trailer. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's, a, it's like a scene. Down. Well, it's, it's been 
reposted a billion times. It's, it's out there. A lot of people have probably seen it. Okay. If you haven't, you can still probably find it in a lot of places. It's basically a scene taken straight out of Dark Knight Returns. It's Batman wearing the heavy-duty armor that is supposed to be able to stand up Superman. And he's standing on top of Gotham PD. Mm-hmm. And he lights the bat signal, and it's the, uh, the new bat symbol, the one that Batfleck has been wearing around. <laughs> and the camera kind of pans from Batman's face with the glowing and white eyes to the bat symbol, and then it turns around and follows the bat symbol into the sky. And instead of actually making it to the clouds, Superman descends into the bat signal, and uh, he's, his eyes are glowing red with like you know trace amounts of flame like coming up on the side. And you can just tell it shits hit the fan. <laughs> yeah, it's really kind of hard for me. I mean, I watched, remember watching Batman Returns and I saw the whole, you know, the, the animated cartoon. I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. What, seeing them fight in real life? Uh, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be pretty cool. You know, I, you know, I'm a big Batman guy. Mm-hmm. Love Batman. But I kind of feel Superman's been getting the raw deal a lot in movies here lately, except for the recent Superman. But uh, He hasn't really been in any movies except for the most recent Superman. Well, no, you know, okay, I was not saying that right. <laughs> it just feels like time he gets punked. You know, he's like Superman, and he was whatever, Superman, who cares? Batman's the man, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm trying to say this correctly. I just feel like he's going to get, we know who wins. Yeah, well, Superman always wins that fight. But Batman... He doesn't win this fight. He does because Batman lets him. Batman basically shows him that he could beat him if he wants to, but then he doesn't. He lets him live so that they go on and form the Justice League. That's how the movie's going to end. I mean, that's the whole point of Wonder Woman being in the movie and and all that. But Batman's going to show him he could beat him if he wanted to, but he's not actually going to go through with it because he could kill him if he wanted to. Yeah, but see, I also think Superman really could if he wasn't really holding back. I don't think he's going to hold back. I mean, Superman, as ridiculously powerful as he is, has a pretty r- stupid weakness. <laughs> Green rocks, oh no. <laughs> now I'm just a normal man again. No normal man can stand up to Batman, right? True. So, I mean, Kryptonite, once Batman finds out about it, if he evens the playing field, there's no chance Superman has. Yeah, Batman is a badass. Yeah, I mean, Batman's really intelligent and really rich. I just wonder how many people who don't know this story are going to come out pretty pissed off that they made Superman. Well, so what? So Batman handled People always have complaints about everything. Everybody takes things so seriously, and everybody has their own idea of how the movies are supposed to come out. And there's definitely flaws in all these movies, but... Who the hell cares? You're watching a movie where Batman's fighting Superman. <laughs> 20 years ago, that would have been unthinkable, right? I mean, you you know, the, this this is the, the place where movies are at now. Marvel movies, DC movies, TV shows, all that. It's so far beyond what a comic book fan thought was even possible 10, 15, 20 years ago. I mean, you should just be happy that you're seeing these things. I mean, they're not going to be exactly what you want the interpretation of it to be. But you can still find 80% of it to enjoy, if you just ignore the stuff that you don't like. Oh, I'm going to enjoy it. There's no doubt about it. I'm going to go in there and enjoy the hell out of the movie. <laughs> I, I just hate listening to all these people that are so negative in their reviews and just nitpick everything. Yeah. Those are the real Superman fanatics, the ones that don't like Batman too much. You know what I'm saying? But it, like you, I, you know how I like how I feel about both characters. I'm going to enjoy the shit out of the movie. I really am. It's going to be like, holy crap, Batman just, holy crap, <laughs> Superman just like, damn. I just like to enjoy things for what they are, and I don't understand people that have to pick things apart. Affleck, bring it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I'm pretty excited for that. Sweet. So let's see. Avengers Age of Ultron, there's some news. Okay, what's that? Uh, well, it's not news per se. They they released the uh, poster for Avengers Age of Ultron. And it's kind of cool because you can see Quicksilver running throughout the entire thing, fighting a bunch of different Ultrons. Uh-huh. And there's a whole army of Ultrons fighting all the Avengers, and they're basically being swarmed and taken out. Like, Hawkeye looks like he's in really fucking bad shape. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else is kind of holding their own, but, you know, being who Ultron is, they're probably not going to last for much longer. But way back in the distance, you can see Vision floating there, and it's just so cool. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see what they do with Vision in the movie. The Vision. <laughs> it's all about Scarlet Witch, man. Yeah, I'm excited to see Scarlet Witch, too, because, I mean, they could always do the No More Mutants storyline. It should be No More Ultron. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Where her costume's going to be different, too. Yeah, yeah. The Quicksilver costume's going to be different, too. I'm, I'm kind of... Excited to see how good of a job they do with Quicksilver because X-Men did way better than I thought they were going to. That was funny, too. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait for this. Come on, Spader's Ultron? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention, there was a few other things. Uh, one of the promotional images that we saw was Captain America's shield broken into a bunch of different pieces, which leads me to believe that Black Panther is somehow going to be involved. The Black Panther! <laughs> uh, which would be really cool. I mean, that would 
that would open up so many more doors for other characters to join the Avengers team. This movie's going to be expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like Guardians wasn't? <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. These movies are like, you know, they get more expensive and they got to set the bar. The bar keeps on getting raised. They got to bring it. But they keep getting better and better. Oh, yeah. People keep on going to see them twice. I know some dumbass went and saw the Guardians twice already. I'm probably going to see it again <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Where am I going to be at? Probably right next right. to you. <laughs> I knew you loved it. <laughs> Let's see. Who doesn't love Rocket breaking down? Come on. <laughs> well, if you do love Guardians, there was another announcement. Okay. There's going to be a Guardians animated show that's coming to TV. Nice. <laughs> same guy, same voices, or different people? I don't know anything, any details about it except that it's coming, uh, which I'm pretty excited about. That's kind of cool. They also officially announced Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Nice. For uh, 2017. Holy crap. Got to so, get in shape. Got to stay alive. <laughs> three more years and we'll get some more. <laughs> Whoa. Storyline, do we know? Nothing yet. We kind of got a feeling what it might be, considering what they showed us in this last one. Yeah, I have a feeling. I mean, there's been some images that were rotating that showed uh, all the dates that Marvel had confirmed they had booked for movies. Right. And people just kind of assigned their own ideas of what movies might be coming out on those days. And mm-hmm. one of the suggestions was that the Guardians 2 movie is going to be the War of King storyline, uh-huh. which I think could be pretty good. But uh, honestly, what I'd like to see is Annihilation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean if they're going with a, a grand scope kind of movie I think Annihilation would be so sick <laughs> that'd be awesome a couple more things don't give me heart attacks like that you know <laughs> I'll be waiting for that I can't wait they announced that uh, Joaquin Phoenix is being considered for Doctor Strange <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix? I thought they had somebody else for Doctor Strange. Well, they had talked to a bunch of different people. I mean, they had announced uh, Johnny Depp at one point was being considered... Captain Jack Sparrow Strange? (laughs) Basically. I mean, that's the only role he can really do anymore. (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about Joaquin Phoenix. He's he's a good actor. Mm -hmm. But I don't think Doctor Strange is nearly that eccentric. (laughs) You know? He's going to play as a Chinese guy. They're probably going to change that so it's not racist. No. Jackie Chan. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Joaquin Phoenix. I don't know, man. I don't know if that... I don't know. Then, mm. Have you seen that clip online of uh, Joaquin Phoenix's forehead talking? No. <laughs> I'll have to check that out in a minute. Do yourself a favor and go on YouTube and look for Joaquin Phoenix's forehead talking. And there's a scene from the movie Her where there's dialogue going on. He's like having an internal monologue. And he's laying on the beach... But if you zoom in and only look at his forehead and not the rest of his body, it looks like his forehead has sprouted lips <laughs> and is talking along with the dialogue. <laughs> it's it's really like it's ridiculous, but it's really funny. So very nice. Uh, I will check that out. Go check that out. Um, they they showed the Walking Dead season five trailer. Uh, you know, I'm ready for that. <laughs> I'm ready for some coral. Coral. <laughs> coral, don't eat the meat. <laughs> yeah. How do you make an octopus laugh, Coral? Ten tickles. Ten tickles, Coral. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I'm pretty, oh man, I'm excited for it. So excited. See, I'm not, actually. <laughs> I think Rick's going to be a badass, finally. I, I, I will be very happy if in the first two episodes uh, we really see Rick stick with the character he became in the last few episodes of uh, season four. Mm-hmm. If he's still hardcore Rick that we want him to be, I'm going to love it, I think. Whatever, he, you, whatever. You know I'll be here every night ready to watch it with you. <laughs> if, he goes, if he goes right back to being season one through four and a half, Rick, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm probably just going to be done with the series. You'll probably still watch because I come over for it. So, you know, you'll, you'll probably still have it on. You'll suffer through it so I can come over and hang out and watch it. Yeah, that might be true. You'll be like, what the hell? You'll look at me like all pissed off. Like, what the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Tyrese I, is still there. Tyrese is still there. Look at the hammer. Maybe I'll watch until Tyrese does. Abraham's there. Yeah. There's a lot of potential in this season, that's for sure. Now, they talked a little bit about that. Uh, Negan's going to show up pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be season five or season six, but he's going to show up soon. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kind of interested to see how they're going to do Negan on AMC because Negan in the comics is F this, F that, F, 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 F. Every other word is fuck. I mean, he doesn't have a very deep vocabulary. So it'll be interesting to see how much of the character from the comics translates to the TV show. But there's one last thing from, okay. from San Diego, and it's the thing that was the most important and most exciting for me. Okay. The Deadpool footage. Man, uh, four years ago, the script for Deadpool was written, the Deadpool movie. And there was test footage ordered by Fox because they wanted to kind of see what it would look like. And Ryan Reynolds did the voiceover, and it's all CGI, but it's eight minutes of test footage. 
And up until San Diego, only a very small group of people had actually seen it. Uh, Rob Liefeld, Fabian Nichesa, like Dipple's creators, and some people at Fox were basically it. And they had talked about it and said how good it was, but they had never told anybody what it looked like or anything. And then at San Diego, apparently a small, another small group of people got to see it in a screening, and somebody recorded it and put it out on the internet. And it was a really not great quality copy, but it was good enough that you could tell what was going on. You could hear Ryan Reynolds pretty clearly making his jokes and kicking ass and whatnot. It's really freaking cool. Uh, Fox tried so hard to keep it suppressed. They were deleting it off of YouTube every five minutes. People were downloading it, and eventually it got to the point where... This, I don't know if the studio released it on purpose just to try to build interest or if it actually happened the way that I'm saying but uh, eventually the studio decided just to go ahead and release a clear, perfect quality copy of that two-minute footage. If you haven't seen it yet, you got to go watch it. It's a perfect interpretation of what I feel like Deadpool should be. He's cracking jokes. He's he's fighting, like, really expertly with the people in the car. I mean, he, he kills everybody in the car in a matter of seconds like it's nothing. Um, and then he has perfect timing where he decapitates this guy as the car is rolling over. Remember, and, he's pointing at him, looking at him, too. Right, he's holding up a piece of paper that says, yeah. with, a, with a drawing that he had just done of him decapitating the guy <laughs> to let him know what's coming. And then as the car is rolling over, he decapitates and the car rolls over. Then he holds up the guy's head and like makes some more jokes and like throws his head out the window. I think the cool part of that whole thing was at the very beginning when he's sitting on the bridge. Yes. And he breaks the wall, looks right at you. He tells you something, and he jumps off. It's all the things I want to see Deadpool do. I, I just, I loved it. And I love the fact that it is Ryan Reynolds, because I honestly, we both felt, even though the movie was shitty, yeah, we're bringing it up again, he did a great, he, he's, was, he he's, was great. He was born to play Deadpool. He was born to be Wade Wilson. I mean, he's perfect for that role, as long as the role is written correctly. <laughs> and I think the way the trailer showed, I think they got it right. I agree with you 100%. I think the movie will be amazing. It so, will be cool. We'll be there to watch it if it comes out. <laughs> you know, we'll probably watch it more than once. <laughs> they're trying to build interest on that. And if you... Uh, well, by the number of people that were trying to upload it, download it, pirate or whatever, that should tell you right there. People want to see this, and they probably enjoyed it. A lot of people do. If you go to the uh, Deadpool Bugle forums... Uh, there's a lot of discussion about it, and there's actually some ways you can get in touch with Fox and let your voice be heard that you want to see this movie. Because I think that's what they're really looking for, is for people to reach out to them and tell them that they want this to happen. You just got to look at comic book sales and everything that comes out with Deadpool and all the freaking variants and all the crap. I mean, I swear to God, I mean, they should know. Well, they, they know that people want it to happen. Mm-hmm. The issue is that they don't know if there's enough support to merit making an R-rated version of the movie. Which, the way the script is written, the script's excellent, by the way. The way the script is written, it would have to be an R-rated movie. Yeah, I don't think it could be PG because he's got to kill people. <laughs> right. PG-13 movie could be done, but they'd have to scale a lot of stuff back. They'd have to cut out a lot of jokes. They'd have yeah. to cut down the violence a lot. And that's not him. And it's just not him. It wouldn't be a true representation of the character. And it doesn't matter. Parents will take their kids. Right. They don't care. Right. But th- that's basically what they want to see. They want people to let them know that the R-rated version will be successful before they pull the trigger and go ahead and move forward with it. So long as Bob's in the movie, I'm good with it. Bob's not in the movie. Damn it. <laughs> you wrote the script. I gave you the script. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just, come on, that'd be awesome. You know Bob was in there. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, it would be great. But. Yeah, no, I think... I, go forward with it, please. It's going to be a great movie. It's going to make you a bunch of money. Next thing you know, you're going to be making another one. I, I hope so. Then they could do the Drac- <laughs> Dracula's Gauntlet or something. That'd be pretty funny. Or well, maybe there's way better storylines. Well, you know, just, just, just throwing Gauntlet. that out there you know, for being stupid and funny. Yeah. Uh, bring in Bob. <laughs> There's a lot of cool stuff. Find all the guys with wood, remember? (laughs) That's pretty awesome. So I can see why you're pretty stoked about that. Yeah. That was was definitely my favorite thing from San Diego. You probably wet your pants a little bit. (laughs) Well, that's one of the jokes he makes is that he wears wears red so that uh, his enemies can't see him bleed. And then when he goes to attack the guys, he's like, I hope they're all wearing their brown pants today. <laughs> I yeah, love Deadpool. It's a great movie. Well, moving on, that's pretty much everything from San Diego that I wanted to touch on. Did you hear about anything that I didn't mention? No, uh, just the the bad stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't want to touch on it anymore. It's just, you know, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's a good thing that doesn't happen here in Houston. I, we don't know of. I mean, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it happens everywhere. Because... There's jackass guys everywhere that just can't keep their hands to themselves or don't respect women or don't respect cosplayers. But, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a kind of goofy, quirky hobby. It's not something that I would ever really take seriously. But a lot of people do, and they have fun with doing it. So why do you have to go and ruin it for them? I mean, no, no. Hell, we got a couple of good friends of the show to do it. Yeah. So. 
Well, what you got next, man? Well, speaking of cosplayers, there's, there's actually some sad news. Oh, yeah. Uh, a friend of the show, it's actually a guy that we've only met one time. His name is Jonathan Vela. Uh, we met him at Comic Palooza here in Houston. Uh, there's some pictures on Facebook and Twitter of me posing with him in the Aquaman outfit. Uh, we talked to him a little bit that day, got to know him. He was a really funny, upbeat, positive guy. We wound up friending him on Facebook and Twitter. And he's been talking to us ever since then online. Yeah. Uh, we were actually going to go back the next day and have him fight Merman, but <laughs> yeah, uh, it never actually happened. We didn't bump into him again. And then we figured we were going to see him in San Antonio. Yeah. But anyways, about a week and a half ago, he apparently had a really bad stroke. And the family is struggling to pay his medical expenses and everything. He's, he's doing a little bit better, from what I understand. Uh, he's still on a respirator, but I don't think it's as bad as it was before. Uh, I think it's only like 20% respirator. Yeah, I think I read somewhere where they have the room very dark and they have to be very, you know, they're restricting people going in. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to recover, but it's going to take a long time, and the family is really struggling. So in lieu of asking for people to support our advertisers or support the show this week, uh, we're asking people to help this family out because he's a really cool dude, and it's just sad what happened to him. He does a lot of good work for people, too, man, all the charity stuff he does. Yeah, he does. He goes to children's hospitals and dresses up like superheroes and performs for them. I mean, he's just he's a very giving guy, and it's just really sad that something like this could happen to somebody so young, because I think he's only in his late 20s, maybe. Hmm. He's a pretty young guy. So, so you he, can clearly tell he made an impression on us for just meeting him that one time. Yeah. So anyways, if you want to donate to the family and help them out, you can go to giveforward.com and do a search for Aquaman San Antonio Recovery. Uh, I'm also going to post a link to go to it directly on our Facebook and our Twitter. Uh, so if you can, you know, give a little bit, help the family out because they're they're in bad shape right now. This is a good guy. Yeah. So definitely do what you can. Don't want to bring the show down too much, but... Uh, yeah, you tear me up, man. <laughs> I feel like we should do something nice for the guy. Yeah, I think so. And that's, that's pretty much all we got for today. I mean, we talked about San Diego. We talked about Guardians. You got your new shirt? <laughs> yes, I did. One of my minions. <laughs> Which is awesome. Uh, and I'm going to post pictures of that so everybody can see it. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please go on iTunes. Please go on Stitcher. Give us good reviews. We still need more of them. Anybody that can give us anything, we really appreciate it. You got anything else? Well, you know, we're going to Houston Con again coming up here soon. August, August 8th, 8th. Through, 8th through 10th. I mean, that's next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, in September, we're going to Alamo City Con. So. Yeah, if you're going to be at the Houston Con, we'll be there. We'll be wearing our Comical Podcast shirts. Feel free to come up to us, introduce yourself. We're going to be interviewing creators and people that are there. You know, if you want to get on the show, talk to us a little bit. We'd love to have you. So come up, let us know you're a fan, and uh, you know, let us know you're a minion. That's right, minion. <laughs> claim and, your number. <laughs> and, uh, claim your number, and we'll, we'll put you on the show. Sweet. <laughs> that's pretty much all we got for today. Well, it was a great show. Yeah, I think so. A lot of energy. Yeah, until the very end. <laughs> no, no, there's energy there, too. There's different kind of energies. It's a... Uh, that good, positive, trying to help a good man energy, you know? You, yeah. do, you did something really good today. So proud of you. you. You make me real proud of you. You know, I'm older than you. Proud? <laughs> like like that scene in Freddy Got Fingered? <laughs> proud? No. <laughs> That's quite disturbing. <laughs> no, man, but uh, good thing to help out somebody like that. Good job, man. Yeah, I try. Not as bad as everybody says I am. <laughs> no, I know, I know you got a heart. Anyways, keep on laughing, bitches.